Less than 24 hours, Georgians will be under a shelter-in-place order. McDonald, though, said he did not know the man was handcuffed and was trying to use his foot to pin him to the ground so he could be handcuffed. If your friends, neighbors, or local organizations are not complying, report them to us. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Free Georgia Podcast. My name is Jake Green. Thank you all so much for joining me today. Really appreciate y'all being here. We're coming at you on so many different destinations, so many different platforms. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Rumble, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I'm sure I'm missing one. Odyssey, uh, every single podcast platform. So wherever you want to, to digest your media, um, we're there. So um, I would heavily suggest, highly suggest you um, head on over to Rumble. If you aren't already on it and uh, create an account, follow us there. You can follow Libertarian Party of Georgia. You can follow Liberty Libations. You can follow Free Georgia Podcast. You can follow um, Peaceful Sea Productions, which is my company. Uh, yeah, because at some point we keep getting strikes on YouTube. And at some point we're likely going to lose um, YouTube. Oh, we're coming at you live on Instagram as well. Um, so, yeah. We're probably going to lose YouTube at some point in time or at least get suspended for a week or two here and there. So um, highly advise you go over to Rumble. We will not get booted from there. Um, I've been told on Liberty Libations the other night that there are 841 words that you cannot talk about or say on YouTube. Otherwise, it'll get you at least reviewed, if not a strike, if not banned. So um that's the opposite of, of what we're going for with the Libertarian Party of Georgia. We say what we want. Um, we are all about ultimate free speech. So, yeah, head on over to Rumble because they are far more likely to uh, defend free speech. All right, y'all. In exactly, I guess, what would it be, five days from now, the Libertarian Party of Georgia has its annual convention down in Conyers, Georgia. Um, if you go to our website, lpgeorgia.com, you can click on a tab up at the top that says 2024 convention. Um, you can register, get your tickets. They're 85 bucks um, for the whole weekend. Lots of great uh, speakers and lots of great things happening. We've got Spike Cohen, Shane Hazel, Adam Nutter, the Tower Gang Pod. And then our schedule came out last week. Uh, on Friday from 10 to 2, there's Range Day with Spike. Might be sold out at this point. Not sure. But uh, if you want to go to Range Day with Spike Cohen and Chase Oliver, um, you can get your tickets for that. Uh, then there's a meet and greet from four to nine at the VFW Lounge, which is where the convention will be held. Um, and then five to seven, there's a ticketed dinner with Spike. Um, then on Saturday morning, you are the power. Speaking from nine to ten, that's Spike's organization. Um, Shane Hazel directly after that. Elizabeth Gallimore after that. Then there's a lunch break. Then we've got Spike Cohen. And then the big event, presidential debate. Um, Jacob Hornberger, Chase Oliver, Joshua Smith, Mike Termott, Lars Mapstead, Michael Rechtenwald, and Toad are all going to be debating um, on the presidential stage. Um, the moderators will be Mr. Brad Binkley, who was recently on Liberty Libations. Um and has been on Libations a few times now, and I believe Free Georgia Podcast as well. So he's a friend of the party, friend of the show, um, as well as Clint Russell of Liber Liberty Lock Pod and the Tower Gang Pod. So it's going to be fantastic. And then 
directly after that spin room with the tower gang, basically they're going to be breaking down the debate, um, making fun of the, the, <laughs> the contestants, the, 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 uh, candidates. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Uh, they, that's what their, their podcast is all about. So, and then directly after that, Mr. Adam Nutter himself, um, will be doing a live standup performance along with, I, I believe one or two, um, one or two intro people. So we'll see. I forget uh, how many there are before him. And then on Sunday, it's LP Georgia business meeting um, all day long. Uh, so if, if you're not part of the Libertarian Party and you want to be, um, now would be a great time to join. Um, if you are part of the Libertarian Party already, that is your day to make your voice heard within LP Georgia from 7 a.m. all the way to 4 p.m., likely a little bit longer because that's just how we do it. Um, in on the business days. So there you have it, y'all. If you have any questions about the Libertarian Party of Georgia or the Libertarian Party in general, um, you can go to lpgeorgia.com to learn all about our party. Um, you can also go to lp.org to learn about the National Party and find your state affiliate from there. Um, plenty of great resources. You can always reach out to anybody in the LP, um, especially people who, who hold office or work for the LP. So um, we're always happy to talk to you, um, give you the lowdown on what we believe and why we believe it and what we're doing to help spread liberty and freedom in your area, in your state um, and nationwide. All right, y'all. Today we have a special guest, Miss Milena Gauss. I have read her story. She sent me a, a, a PDF of her story over the last four years, three years four years. And it was, I mean, I could feel myself becoming enraged as I read it. Um, it is government neglect, government abuse, government overreach. It's everything that you would hate that we libertarians detest about the government, all wrapped up into one story. And she has persisted um, she has persevered. She has kept going. She has pivoted. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to talk to her today. So let's welcome her to the show. Melania Gauss, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, can you tell folks what your company is and what it does? Sure. My name is uh, Melina Gauss, and I'm the owner of a company called Lammergeier in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, more commonly known in the area as Savannah Glass Recycling. And uh, my company is the first and only dedicated uh, glass recycling operation. And uh, what we do is uh, it's a dual stream system. So we uh, glass is the only material that we recycle. Mm -hmm. Residents are provided their own dedicated bin for glass only. And our operation utilizes what's called a closed loop system. So um, we traditional waste management um, functions as a multi-step process. There's mm -hmm. somebody that collects it called a hauler. Uh, those are the people on the street that pick up your bins and, and then they transport it to what's called a material recovery facility or a MRF, MRF where it gets sorted and cleaned and, and prepared. And then it gets transported again to a processor where it gets um, 
uh, crushed, baled, pelletized, what, what have you. That's the yeah. processing. And then it gets transported again to the end market. And what we've done is um, put all of those steps under one umbrella. So we collect, sort, clean, crush, supply, um, everything to wow. do with, with glass from start to finish to where we're direct to market. So our material stays in the loop. Uh, meaning that um, glass is infinitely recyclable. It can be crushed and, and reused to make new bottles over and over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And But it has to stay in the loop or the supply stream. And what we do is make sure that happens. So um, glass can be endlessly recycled and reused to mm -hmm. reduce the amount of natural uh, resources like sand uh, that is dredged from our ocean. The more glass we supply, the less sand they need yeah. to pull from the ocean. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've actually listened to a few podcasts just on sand before. For, yeah, like it doesn't sound all that interesting, but when you start listening to it, it's kind of wild how much sand we have to source from places. Well, and it's it's an interesting, you know, we could do a whole podcast on sand, uh, but it's it, it's when you think of sand, you know, it's so complex and it's not just a matter of, oh, let's go to the desert and dig out a bunch of sand. It's it, it, construction needs a very particular uh, granule mm -hmm. size. And um, and so uh, if you you, you think about um like the Middle East, you mm -hmm. know, Dubai, how, how they have just expanded exponentially. All of their sand is imported um, because it's too fine of a grain. Right. It's too soft. They can't build with it. And so so sand is used everywhere. It's not something you really think about, but it's something that we use everywhere to build. And, and if we can reduce the amount of pressure that we're putting on the environment, by capitalizing on a material that's going to the landfill, mm -hmm. um, let's do it. And that's what Heck we yeah. do. Heck yeah. I love it. It sounds like your your method of doing it is far more efficient um, than, than the typical garbage collection or recycling collection. Well, it's the only way that we can make it work. It, it's, it's a lot more intensive, um, but ultimately for, for, for the greater good of efficiency mm -hmm. um, and environmental aspects um our, our, our transport costs are reduced our transport emissions are reduced you mm -hmm. know um and it's uh yeah it 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 because glass is so heavy mm -hmm. um it's extremely expensive to transport it in its raw form but once you crush it down you can get a lot more in a semi truck than you could if you left it as a bottle. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I was saying before you got on here that I read your story and it was in enraging me as I mm -hmm. read it. Um, can you just give a few minute like background on how you got to where you are today? Sure. Um, so. Uh, a few minutes, that's going to be tough, but I'm going to try, <laughs> uh, you know, as, as a small business owner, as a local business owner, 
uh, you, you expect that you're going to have competition. Um, in my case, as the only glass recycling operation, I knew it was inevitable that ultimately somebody would 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 come in into the picture. Um, so you, you prepare contingency plans as best you can um, to ensure that your business can adapt um, or pivot if necessary in order to make it through the, the competition or, or the pressures of that competition. But what you never expect is for uh, that competitor to be your own city. <laughs> and um, and that's ultimately what happened with the city of Savannah, where I discovered that glass was, quote unquote, accepted in recycling bins, but it was then sent to the landfill instead. And the the reasonings I got were it can't be done. And <laughs> I've, I've been all over this world. I've seen how it can be done, mm-hmm. you know, and so I. I the plan from the jump was to work with the city, develop a pilot program on an itty bitty scale and show how it could work. And then they could expand upon that throughout the county or throughout yeah. the city and then eventually the county. Um, so it, it, we were in the beginning working together. Uh, but then uh, they, you know, unbeknownst to me, were working behind the scenes with a company um, out of state mm-hmm. and uh, have decided or did decide uh, without giving me even a chance to present to council or show them what I had built single-handedly in this community that a a, a, a business, a, a, a process, an operation that was working, that mm-hmm. could save hundreds of thousands of dollars in expenses um, and be entirely self-sustaining. Um, I wasn't even given an opportunity uh, mm-hmm. and they awarded a contract um, to use uh, taxpayer dollars to fund free to the public drop-off sites. Um, and so in that started in, in January of 2023. And naturally, um, you know, public perception was, I uh, was the capitalist villain charging for an environmental service right. and the city are offering it for free. So, resident i mean I, I lost you know almost 70 percent of of my business in in a matter of weeks and and then but but i hung on <laughs> and, uh so i scaled down and i i made some decisions um that were going to allow the company to change directions and still maintain our integrity and um moved a substantial amount of material to um, a property that I had leased specifically for commercial and industrial storage. And um, I've had it for a few years, but wasn't using it as actively as I, I ended up needing to. So I moved a whole bunch of material 
And within days, um, officials entered my property and told me that I, I was required to get rid of all of it or else. Yeah. And that's what I did. And that was back to back. So two municipalities at two different times in the same year. Jeez. Um, so. Yeah. And it was what I, I think I read in your, in your um, document that it was like 200 tons of yeah. <laughs> stuff. Yeah. They gave me, they initially only gave me a week, which is Preposterous. It, it's scientifically <laughs> impossible to get rid of that much <laughs> with my small company in that amount of time. But, right. um, you know, then they came back and said, uh, uh, you know, here's your subpoena show up in court. Um, but before this, it this, the, the court date was uh, in three weeks from that date. And, and they said, but before this court date, this all better be gone or we're going to come in. We're going to take possession, dispose of it. And you're going to flip the bill. Goodness and gracious. So, I mean, at that point, panic mode and <laughs> you know I, I everything that I have built in the community the, the 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 underlying foundation is integrity and making sure that what we say we're doing is actually what's being done and that's recycling the material and I definitely wasn't gonna allow them to landfill it mm. so it was them take it and landfill it or me find a larger recycle. We lost her. Um, she said she might have be having laptop problems. So hopefully she'll be back on in just a moment. All right. You're back. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so, that, so that's, that's in a nutshell what, what, what happened, um, you know, and, and, uh, um, you know, I, I can't. I, I, I mean, I literally did not even have time to wrap my head around the first municipality situation before mm -hmm. the other the other officials from from the neighboring city are, are, you know, and and now in hindsight, now that I've had time to sleep and and really wrap my head around this situation. I started to think to myself, wait a minute, this is America. What? I mean, the, I, I, I just, what happened to due process? What happened to, mm. I mean, supporting local businesses, you know, right. encouraging local economic growth and environmental sustainability. I'm right here doing exactly that. Yeah. And and so I, I got I'm not gonna lie, I got I got pretty discouraged. How could you not? You know? Um but then somebody somewhere sent me uh um a contact in Savannah for the Savannah Libertarian Party. <laughs> and I'm not a politically focused person at all. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have preferred to just be off 
the radar and you know uh, i didn't want to to me the system is so fundamentally broken mm. there there's no recovering and and then i started learning more about the libertarian party and i i see a way that we can fix this and i want to participate um because i think what the party stands for is everything that i stand for Mm. and um i what what's happened to my company is wrong it's probably illegal um it definitely violates my rights but where does it make more sense to invest my time crying and moaning and trying to fight what happened or using the frustration and turning it into fuel towards a a solution and fixing what's broken here yeah and and so I know if I could do both, I would. But to me, um, there are a lot of issues in our city, um, in our in our in our in Savannah and Garden City. There's and and the the officials who have made an oath to protect and to serve and to help the community be better are not doing that and so yeah that's that's uh yeah i I mean i'm just (laughs) i i'm 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 thinking about so many things right now but Mm -hmm. anyway i i i'm i'm very appreciative to have found uh you know the savannah libertarian party and and to continuously you know each day i I learn a little bit more Mm -hmm. and uh, i feel less um discouraged and i'm to the point now where i'm going to convert we're still going to be glass recycling but it's not enough to sustain a livelihood Mm. and so basically starting a second business where we're opening a farm. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's, that's cool. That's an interesting pivot. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to tie in, um, you know, because ultimately when you recycle glass, you can recycle it down into different sizes Mm -hmm. and um, all the way back down to its original form, which is sand. Mm -hmm. And that sand can be used as landscape material and, um, (sighs) there's some some other you know innovations that that i'm working on with it but I, I, I at the end of the day i'm an entrepreneur you know i'm i'm an innovator i'm i'm a free thinker and and i have to survive mm-hmm. and the 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 government has encroached on my <laughs> ability to do that as a no. business owner of a glass recycling operation yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you started a business, you went to the government saying this could be a good idea since y'all are already screwing up what 
is happening with glass. So allow me to do this for the community. Um, and they went behind your back, hired somebody from a different state who apparently is not doing it well. Um, and basically railroaded your business in the process. And I mean, they're subsidizing a monopoly, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's what they're doing. And because not only my company, but any other entrepreneur or, or person that, that would even think about, um, I mean, I've had plenty of people contact me and say, Hey, this is my neighborhood. And, and I would love it if you could help me. How did you do it? And it's not possible now. They, they have, artificially lowered the cost of the service down to free. So now no other business can potentially open a glass recycling collection service because the comp competition is the city who's offering it for free using right. taxpayers dollars to fund it and then depleting the supply so far down that it, 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 it and then, and then paying to send it where it, substantiates profits for an entirely different state and economic growth and jobs. And yeah, I mean, what? I mean, that, that that's wrong on so many levels. First of all, calling things free is a, is just the most typical ploy that the government I uses know. when in fact it takes manpower to, to move the glass, to break down the glass, to do to basically the entire process takes yeah. wages and labor and and time and equipment and um calling it free is the biggest misnomer and lie that the government always perpetrates on on the public um because nothing is free you are paying for right. it you just don't right. realize how much and you're in the end you're paying far more than you would with your subscription service yeah um, because you're paying it on the back end in taxes that you have that you are basically forced at gunpoint to pay um, at the end of every year. So um, it's just a very sinister ploy. And they do this with so many things. And that's, yeah, that's one of the biggest well, things that we're fighting against here in Georgia. Interesting story. So when I, um, uh, Elizabeth, uh, I believe, gave me your name. Um, it may have been Lord, but but either way, I, I looked up your, your podcast and I, I, yesterday or two days ago, and I started uh, just, listening through uh, a few episodes on the free Georgia podcast. And, and I came across uh, Clinton's. Yeah. Clinton um, yeah. And, and so uh, a little random tidbit in my free time, I, it's not a hobby. I'm not that nuts, but I'm interested in reading municipal budgets. And so I've read, you know, all of ours um, that I could get my hands on. And I couldn't quite understand, you know, to your point that recycling is expensive. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't understand where, how were they funding this? Where's, you know, the millage rate didn't change. And in Clinton's episode, he mentioned um, how they changed the values of the property um or the way they calculated it so yeah. the millage rate didn't need to change but they were still getting you know more money and because property taxes are what fund this program i'm you know it's it's just it's so it's coming from the taxpayers yeah and it didn't need to yes and 
why why did that happen and and anyway like i said i i could um dwell on it um if I, I, I have tried the legal route, but I can't find an attorney that's willing to take the case. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, going up against the government is difficult because when yeah. you're in court, that is a government appointed right. judge. So like right. you're going up against the government in two ways while you're yeah. fighting the government. So it's, right. I mean, that is such a hard battle to take on. You have to have so much money or so much right. time to, to put that right. kind of thing together. So yeah, I mean that's that's brutal. That's brutal. Yes. Um, yeah. Can you tell me what the like? Can you speak on like what the status is right now? Because uh, it seems like you have court dates coming up. Um, is that is that true? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, this I have complied every step of the way with what has been told to me to do for mm -hmm. this property in order to get it back into whatever, where I'm not violating an ordinance. Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> uh, I've had four, four or five court dates and every one they find something else. Um, and, and this most recent one, um, it, as the last court date was left, all I had to do was apply for a business license under a permitted use. I did that. I was the end of December was the final, what should have been the final court date. Um, I go in and this official pulled out a packet of photos. Now, mind you, in the two months between court hearings, I have not heard from this individual. I have not heard from anybody from the city to schedule a site visit or saying, Hey, this is what you there's. We still, we still see a few more things that you need to get done before. Anyways, he pulls out this packet of photos, um, stating how I'm still in violation. <sighs> it was photos of one trash can, some leaf and dirt piles in the parking lot, uh, and a few other odds and ends and stated that I was still in violation and could not move forward. So I have another court hearing at the end of January where, I mean, what's left? I mean, this, I, 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 I've never experienced anything like it. Mm. Um, but that's, you know, the, instead of, I had two choices, I could pack up and leave, um, break the lease and leave and just say, I'm done or I could try to be a little bit more strategic about this. Mm -hmm. And that's where the farm comes into play. Um, and so, you know, I'm fighting with everything I got to try to save my livelihood, my sole source of survival. Everything that I have built has been demolished and they're still coming for me. And I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just one, one citizen one small business owner and I don't understand how could this be happening? Why is it happening? Mm. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm juking left and right, dodging everything, you know, try, trying to just get to the <laughs> other side. And uh, so hopefully at the end of January, I have appeased 
you know, everybody, I've got, I've been out there on my hands and knees, sweeping up every little tiny leaf, you know, and, and just, I hope, Lord, please, I hope at the end of January, they release the hold where I can use the property that I've been paying for, mm -hmm. you know, unable to be used. And then I can keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to be rooting for you and you're welcome back on the show anytime to give us progress updates and things like that. Thank you. Um, is there, what can people do to help you in any way, like around Savannah, around Georgia, like what can people do to help out you, your situation and just help sure. hope this doesn't happen anymore? <laughs> yeah. I'm currently, um, looking for, um, uh, in in our immediate area, I'm looking for any individuals, any small business owners that have had uh, a, 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 um, a restrictive or, or a negative experience with the city. If they're struggling, um, I've got something that I'm working on and uh, it's I, I'm, I'm looking to hear other people because if it happened to me, I know. It's happened to other people yeah. and I'd like to find those people. And, and, um, you know, as I mentioned strategy, you know, I'm, I'm not the type of person to start picketing in front of the courthouse. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I that's not my style, but I, if I can find enough, um, people to, that are willing to share their experience, I may be able to make it so this doesn't happen again. So mm -hmm. in the immediate area, if there are any local business owners or individuals who, who have, have um, are struggling or have struggled uh, in the past with, with municipal interventions, um, please, you can um, email me at, should I give my email? Yeah, go for okay. it. Um, you can email me at support at savannaglassrecycling.com. Um, and, um, as far as anything else, I'm looking to absorb as much information as I can about libertarian, you know, a libertarian. And I, I have a baseline understanding, but if there's anything that I can do to help, um, from my little pocket on the coast, <laughs> I'm sign me up, put me in coach. I'm, I'm ready. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, and people can sign up for, for glass recycling in Savannah, correct with you. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, I would, um, we're, we're, yes, they can savannaglassrecycling.com. I would say, um, the farm is going to, be more of our focus. Mm -hmm. um, but if anyone is interested, um, I, I'm looking at an alternate location to do a drop off scenario. It's not, we're not there yet. Okay. But if anyone is looking for curbside service and uh, would like to support what we're doing, our closed loop operation, mm -hmm. um, savannaglassrecycling.com is that website. And then um, the farm, Apollo Farms, that's. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the business. Again, I can't, I mean, knock on wood. If they, if they allow me to pass go, Apollo farms will be uh, opening in garden city, Georgia. There we go. Um, there is, I've interviewed 
a lady named Kristen Hammock on this show before. Okay. Um, I think it's Hammock Hill Farm. Um, okay. I might give you her info after after we get off the live stream here, but uh, she might be a good resource for you because, uh, sure. yeah, she was fantastic. She came to our last convention. Um, she's all about goat farming. She makes like goat cheese, goat milk, all that oh, kind of cool. stuff. Yeah, yeah. She is fantastic. Came on the podcast back in, in the summer. So um, I'll put you two in touch. And- yeah, we're I mean, we're we've got a market in the works. Um, you know, it's 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 going to be, you know, positive moving forward you know it's it, it shouldn't have happened um but it did and mm-hmm. and now it's um about being proactive and um you know there's not nearly enough activity in 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 the voting scene mm-hmm. um you know uh i mean it's it's i looked at the numbers which I, is something I've never done before in any of the cities that I looked in. And I mean, maybe, you know, we can talk about it off, off air if this is something normal, but to me, it seems unorthodox how low our numbers are hmm. um, in the municipal election and yeah, change isn't going to happen with the same. We keep repeating the same cycle and the yep. same leadership it's just going to, you know, the, 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 the leadership is why this happened to my business. They mm-hmm. allowed it. This passed in front. This was voted by city council by yep. majority vote vote to, to, to oust my local company and, and outsource. I mean, that should have never happened. Correct. Absolutely. So. Well, I am confident that you are the kind of person we want on our side fighting for us fighting with us because you seem like someone who can persevere and just keep going no matter what. (laughs) So welcome. Um, I'm glad you found us and I'm glad we found you and I'm glad we can help promote your story. Um, Thank you. Thank you. It's it's given me a glimmer of hope that I desperately needed, man. I tell you, uh, and then uh, I'm very appreciative and I look forward to, to, uh, learning more and, and any, any resources that you've got to, to send me, please. I'm all in. Sounds great. All right, y'all. Um, you can go to savannaglassrecycling.com to learn more about Lammergeier or glass recycling company. You can also go to lpgeorgia.com to learn more about the libertarian party of Georgia. Um, tune in every Thursday night, eight to 10 for Liberty libations and every Monday, um, eight o'clock for more free Georgia podcast. We'll see you next week.